Ladies and gentlemen, I have here in the studio a Denise LaSalle. Let's talk with Denise LaSalle. Denise, what living artist would you like to work with? Let's let's find out. Oh, that I would like to work with? All of them. <laughs> I like to work with anybody. <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed working with Bill Withers a few times, and he was really nice to work with, and BB King, and all those guys. And I just love to work. I love them. Okay, now let me ask you this: What advice would you like to pass to a new artist, giving getting into the business, just just getting into it? Actually, I would advise all the young singers to, to learn about music. Actually, I think um, in coming up, getting in this business, you need to know music. And I, don't, I really don't agree with all of these instruments that uh, you can play and, and make all this music with them, and you don't know what you're doing. You're just hitting the instrument, the instrument's doing the job. You know, I, I think all young people should learn your craft. Now, that's one thing I didn't have. I, I took music less than a couple of years. But I wish I had become good at it, where I knew music. It would have helped me along. I could have been maybe like another Quincy Jones had I learned my music, another Aretha, really. When it come down to it, you know, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't learn enough of it to, to know how to play instruments and stuff. Or when I go into the studio, I, I know what I want to hear, I know what I want the band to play, but I haven't got the knowledge in my head to tell them musical notes, play this chord, play that chord. I have to sing it to them. I have to tell them play. Da 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 da, you know, like that. I have to do it the layman way. That's just the way I have to do it. And and, and I try to work with musicians who understand. Because when I first started trying to do that in the studio, the musicians in Chicago, they were hardcore. They those were the guys who really knew music, and they didn't want to work with anybody that didn't. You know, and I go into the studio and start talking. To me. I don't know what she's talking about. You know what she's talking about. You know what I did? What? Picked up my stuff and went to Memphis, where the guys played by ear. They know music, but they'll they'll play anything you can make them understand. And they got on it. Willie Mitchell and his band down there in Memphis. I, I when I started cutting in Memphis, I never looked back. Memphis is the only place that I love to record. Okay, let me ask you this. Because we, you know, you're, 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 you're sounding, I don't know. But anyway, describe your first time on Soul Train, okay? And be honest. I want to know about this. Please be honest. <laughs> it was, it was wonderful. I had never been on TV at that magnitude. Now, I had been on Soul Train before it became National Soul Train. Mm-hmm. Soul Train started out in Chicago as a little bitty uh, show, about 30 minutes, I think. And actually, Don Cornelius gave me a, he didn't have anybody. 
when my song Trap by Thing was called Love was brand new. Mm-hmm. Was not even out there. They didn't even have records pressing in the shop. He asked me to come on Soul Train. And I went on Soul Train and did it for him. He played it back. He didn't have a guest that week. Mm-hmm. He played it back three days in a row before he could get another guest. Mm-hmm. And broke that record wide open for me. Really? And in, in, in three days' time, they were calling for records and they were pressing. They had to ship records here so fast, everybody panicked. They had to get those records in Chicago, man. And so I, I give Don Canese credit for breaking that record for me. I heard that. Okay, now let me ask you this, okay? When you hear these names, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Let me ask you that, okay? I'm going to ask you one by one. When you hear these names, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Okay? Marvin C. The first name that comes to my mind? Marvin C. Can the liquor. <laughs> okay, Jay Blackfoot. Soul man. <laughs> Not the song, but he's a soul man. Barack Obama. My man. <laughs> My prayers. I love it. Whitney Houston. My girl. She's one of the great the voices they call it. She was one of the greatest voices I ever heard. If it, when Whitney did the national anthem, they should have they what they should have done was pressed up records and sold it. I don't know if they did or not, but they should have done it. Because that girl did it better than it ever been done. Okay, I'm going to take a bathroom break, okay? I'm going to take a bathroom break, but I'm going to let you listen to some music while I'm gone. And also, I want you to think about donating to this podcast. All right? Let me see what song I'm going to let you listen to while I take a break. How about something by Denise Lucille? That sounds good. Since 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 I, we are, since I am interviewing her, <laughs> this is her actual voice, by the way. Um, I just gotta go to the bathroom for a minute. Denise Lasalle is deceased. Uh, I will tell you that uh, she died in uh, 2018, and she was born in 1934. July 16th, 1934, she was born, and she died January 8th, 2018. And her real name, her birth name is Aura, O-R-A, Aura Denise Allen. And uh, how she got that little sale, I don't know, but I'm going to let you listen to one of her hoish songs while I go to the bathroom. Let's go. I'm going to take you back all the way back. Reintroduced, asked a question a short time ago. She said, somebody, please tell me, what has this man got? She never got an answer, but she did get her first million-selling record, so I guess it doesn't really bother her anymore, to be trapped by a thing called uh, Denise Casal.
That's when she was younger. Way younger on Soul Train. Oh, boy. Yeah. Trapped by a thing called love, Denise LaSalle. Now, this is one of her nicest songs right here. All right. You have to be a real blues singer to know about that Denise. And I'm a fan of the blues, but I don't know much about her. So, let's finish listening to this song, and we'll jump back into the interview. Sometimes you might work on one idea for quite some time before you really get it down, you know, like you want it. But um, first of all, I try to write what I feel people would like to say to someone. You know, you might like to express the way you feel about someone, but you wouldn't just want to say, I love you, you know. You want to just put it in such a way that you feel that all the ladies would like to say, I'm trapped. You know, because somebody out here, I'm sure everybody's been trapped by somebody at one time. Am I right? I think you <laughs> Denise, in regard to your latest uh, recording, uh, Run and Tell That, where'd you get an idea like that? Well, it was from a very dear friend of mine back in Chicago, Mr. Roy Wood, who is a commentator for one of the major radio stations in Chicago. And uh, he just kept using this phrase over and over again at the end of his editorials. And uh, it began to, you know, prey upon my mind. So I finally decided to write a song. And um, I got it together. I think think some young ladies out here would like to say that to some of the fellas also. Right. Okay, Denise, we wish you continued success. We'd like to have you back aboard as soon as you can find the time to do it, okay? Oh, my pleasure. How about a game for Denise LaSalle? And the Soul Train continues right up. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to continue listening to the interview between me and Miss Denise LaSalle when she was living. She recorded an interview. And uh, let's let's jump back in it. What's on your bucket list, Miss Denise LaSalle? I want a Grammy. <laughs> I don't care if it's for writing a song. I don't care if it's for singing a song. I don't care what it's for, but I want a Grammy. And I'd like to get in one of Tyler Perry's movies. <laughs> he could have me play somebody's grandma. I don't care. 
Okay, Mr. Nisa Sell, I must ask you this. What made you start your own production company? Answer that. Let us know that. Actually, Billy the Kid Emerson, the guy who started me singing, who, who really, he took me to chess. Chess like my voice, which I, like I said, I didn't think I had it to make it as a, as a, as a vocalist. I thought I could be a background singer as I had always been mixed in a bunch of people. And um, I was trying to sell a song. And, and Billy the Kid Emerson heard the song, liked it, took it to Chess, okay? Chess liked it and told Billy, well, if she's afraid to sing by herself, why don't you take her under your wings and, and let her get some experience singing? So mm-hmm. Billy hired me to sing with his band to give me the experience I needed. So then Billy, I got an opportunity to do a show with Jackie Wilson uh, at the Regal Theater. Uh, e. Ronnie Jones in Chicago was one of the biggest disc jockeys there. Hired me on this show. And Billy Emerson wanted his band to play for me where they had a band called Red Saunders Band who was gonna play for everybody on the show. So. They didn't need Billy's band, and Billy got angry, so she can't be on the show if my, if I don't play for her. And consequently, they threw me off the show. And I didn't know why they dropped me. And one night, I was at a, uh, what they used to call a little jam thing they used to do. And somebody told me, I said, why did y'all kick me off the show? And they said, you don't know? The Billy said if he didn't play for you, he couldn't be on the show. So Billy and I had a fight about that. And I said, well, you can't put me out here and I can get a break. And because you can't go with me on that break, then you're going to tear me down like that. Put me up here and then tear me down. And we broke up. We broke up our relationship because I said I I wasn't going to do it. He got angry and he beat me up. Mm. (laughs) He beat, oh, I tell anything. You know, the truth is the light. The truth is the light. The man beat me up, stomped me in the chest, and almost broke my ribs and stuff. I had five nine stitches right here. And he put in my face when he hit me with an ashtray. Yes. And that's what happened. And, um, well, as it, as it went on, our relationship was over. And I started making it on my own. But Billy had taught me some things. And I give him credit today. We are still, we're friends today. I've forgiven him for that. And he's a minister now. And you know, young folk do a lot of stuff. But Billy has come out of that. He's a sanctified preacher. And and, and, and I've forgiven him. Hey, that's God's will, you know. God took that man and turned him into something else. He was a mean dude then. But he's all right now, you know. And uh, Billy... Get ready for something new. Ladies and gentlemen, Denise LaSalle right now is uh, having a little coffee. And I think I'm going to fix me a cup of coffee as well. And we'll be back with you in just a moment. Okay. And give 
all your rights away to somebody else. Always keep your rights to your song. Start your own publishing company. He helped me get my own publishing company started. Really? And uh, he told me exactly what to do and what not to do in this business. I've always had control of my career. Nobody has ever managed me. I have never signed a contract with anybody as management. My contract has always been just to record mm -hmm. for a company. But I kept my rights to me. I own Denise LaSalle. And that's the way it's been. Probably why I haven't gotten any further than I have. I might have been up there with all the other big ones up there, you know. Who knows? Beyonce side, you know. But I wouldn't let nobody manage me because Billy was managing me without a contract. And what he did to me, I said nobody would ever do that to me again. I would always have control of me. And, and that's probably why I'm here today, you know. All right, let me ask you this. Uh, first of all, um, <laughs> it says, uh, you know, like, okay, what projects do you want your fans to know about? You know, what type of projects are you working on and everything? Please let me know that. Oh, yeah, I want them to know I'm getting ready to do a new album. I'm getting ready to do a new one. Uh, and uh, hopefully they'll still understand. You know, I hear a lot of people when I come out with it, oh, I like your old music. I said, you'll like my new music if you listen. Give me a break. <laughs> Don't worry. I know that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a nice um, trip back to uh, Memphis. And uh, I enjoyed interviewing you. And I enjoyed you listening. <laughs> <laughs>